Uh, so that's Sport Podcast, Paul and John, looking at the playoffs so far, the excitement, the disappointment of the year, and looking forward to the rest of the playoffs. This is the Love Sport Podcast. You can get us on Apple and Google and Anchor and Spotify and wherever you want to get your uh, podcast. This is the Love Sport Podcast NFL Playoff Special. Instead of a two-possession game, it's an 18-point game. And now here's Aaron Jones. Breaks another tackle. Another big run by Aaron Jones. Here's Jones. Another big seam. Aaron Jones into Cowboys territory. We're going to rely on our corners and our secondary have come through time and time again. But they can't keep letting Aaron Jones run this down their face. Fake it to him here. Love. Back foot. Has a man. Welcome to the Love Sport Podcast. It's Paul. It's John. We haven't spoken in the longest time, mate. How are we? Mate, I'm very well, and I really appreciate you um, asking me to come on and talk a little bit of sport with you, and uh, it's nice to hear your voice again, brother. Uh, you too, mate. You too. And look, a, a tale of two seasons for us, mate. Uh, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan for listeners who haven't listened to the NFL side in a while. Looked really good uh, until the wheels fell off. You can say injuries, but that's part of NFL. Uh, we lost players on both sides of the ball and really disappointing to lose at home against Buffalo. That ended up costing us having to go to Buffalo, Kansas City um, and in some of the most horrendous conditions. And, you know, I, I won't talk about referees and Patrick Mahomes too much at the moment, but a completely opposite season for you with Jordan Love progressing and then, you know, beating... A lot of people said it was an upset, but you were hitting form. They were losing form, and a fantastic win for your Green Bay Packers. Oh yeah, and I'm sure that we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But yeah, look, it's been um, lovely to watch the development of the club and the team around uh, around Matt Lafleur, Brian Gutekunst's vision, um, the one that comes all the way down from the top through the general manager, um, and and, and then to have – it's not very often you see an experiment with nothing but young players in the NFL, my friend, and um, it's been fun to watch. And I said to you the other day, I think the team's playing with uh, very few expectations. It's also playing with a lot less baggage. Um, it's maybe playing with a, a guy who's nowhere near the level of the previous quarterback at this point. But um, yeah. if you remember back uh, – our two previous all-time great quarterbacks both won Super Bowls very early in their career, and and, um, and then after that things went pear-shaped. But uh, I'm very excited. No, thank you. I appreciate it. And your your Dolphins, I think it's hard, mate. Like I mean, sometimes I think we were always, you know, when a club's searching for success, and the Dolphins have been for a long time. Yeah. When you find a little bit of success, then invariably the fans are going to say, "Well, that's not enough." Like, and 
I mean, you obviously have to learn how to travel and play away in the not just the AFC, but in the AFC East, for goodness sake. And I think that the secret for you guys has got to be to win your division. And you really should have done that this year. Um, I think that's a learning experience. I would not throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think I'd I'd hold solid. I think if the Bills get over the hill this year, then they might be on the downslope. But I think you can go and do some damage with them. I think, but that's that's for another day as well. I, I think you're going to put your chin up a bit about your Dolphins. I mean, that was a pretty difficult uh, assignment the other night. Yeah, well, pretty difficult assignment. And we did lose. Um, I don't want to make it just about the, the Dolphins and the Packers at this stage, but we might as well make it about the Dolphins and the Packers at this stage. Um, we, we that's our thing, you know, and there's a lot to talk about, but you always have to go and lead a little bit with your heart. Like everyone wants to talk, you know, Cowboys and the Lions and, and, and obviously we, we never stop talking about Kansas City and Buffalo, but yeah, could spend a little bit of time with our two clubs because they're both relevant. Yeah, good call, mate. Good call. Look, I, I, you know, I love my Dolphins like you love your Packers. And, you know, I really thought this season was looking really nice for a run out of the, you know, not just a, yeah, pretty much a AFC championship game I was hoping for. Um, but, you know, it really does, when you lose so many players at the wrong time of year, it just, it kills you. We just didn't have, uh, we had, just so many injuries, and his two are good enough. Well, look, I don't want to swap him for anyone. Uh, I, 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 he suits our system. The players love him. Um, he's going to be offered a, a contract. It's not going to be one of the, the – it's going to be a big contract, but it's not going to be the biggest. Um, he knows he needs to lead fat on there with, with all the signings we've made. Um, but, look, a couple of the roughing the passer calls against us, you know, I'm not saying it costs us a game. We, we're in big trouble in that game, but – Geez, you can't touch Mahomes at all. It was a split second when we touch our quarterbacks. And we've spoken about this so many times over the years, John. You've got to protect quarterbacks, but it's getting to the point where it's becoming flag football for them. You've got to expect a hit if you're sitting in the pocket for that long. And he he cops a hit instantaneously, and it's a roughing the passer on three occasions, mate. It just just destroys it. Look, there's a couple of things in play here. And I think Mahomes and, and the Chiefs have become very much, they remind me of Jurgen Klopp in the EPL. It's like um, if they win, they shake their hands, they're everyone's best mate and, and all that. Um, but every time something doesn't go their way, you hear that when they played the Packers, it was like, oh, my God, they missed a, 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 you know, an, an offensive pass interference downfield and everyone's running around with their arms out like two-year-olds, like they're in the... Seria R, and I don't like it. I, I think it diminishes everything. I, mean, I believe the philosophy in the NFL is I learned it when I was first born. I used to fell in love with this is be good enough that a refereeing decision won't impact what you're doing. Yep, um, agree. That's very hard given how far NFL officiating has fallen. It's fallen terribly, and I do believe it's because uh, they're afraid to make calls and they're afraid to make non-calls. And the rough in the past is a classic example of a guy like Mahomes. He's a protected species. Um, I hope that someone gets after him in the playoffs and, and you know, drives him. I will see him get out of the pocket and see someone come after him. Now, let me give you an example of this sort of ridiculous thinking in the NFL these days. The Packers were up by a country mile on that game the other day, right? Yep. Now, at that point, they had the choice to keep going and maybe put a 65 to 12 beaten on the Cowboys, right? Six, yeah. seven minutes to go. It was on the cards, right? If they had it done that, they would have criticised to run the score up. You take your foot off the gas for two seconds and suddenly stand there. Now, there was an off 
there was a slight chance that Dallas could have gotten back in that game with at the two-minute warning because they were uh, 16 behind. Now you need two plays to go your way, and suddenly you're down there. It's like these narratives play into everything. Yeah. And I don't like it. And I'll tell you what, I bet you wish if you – I've got a question for you. If you go back in time to the game against the Broncos, do you wish you had a went away the season with the record score of all time, or are you happy to put the two on the track? No, mate, I think every Dolphins fan I know, I don't want to hear this comment about respect. Smash them. Put them away. Get the record. Have something to show for the season. Sure, is that what you've been worried about would... doing stuff to other teams? Well, this whole, oh, that was a disrespectful touchdown and stuff. Like, I, I've always been taught in every sport you play, you play to the final whistle. You know, I was in a, a game in, you know, high school football game many, many moons ago. And we were up by 220-odd points. I'm not joking. It was just ridiculous. We were playing a school that just had nothing, right? Mm. And, and I did. I rushed a point for them to get them on the board. I remember I rushed a point. We kicked the ball the wrong way deliberately, a few of us. I rushed a point, and my coach went nuts. So it's that fine line. He was like, if we could have held him to zero, it would have been a Victorian record. And I'm like, well, I also wanted, and I didn't speak up about it, but I spoke to Dad about it. I said, I wanted them to get on the scoreboard because – I've played in teams that have been annihilated and you want something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't it's know. funny because I, I coach my teams very much. So, we, we, we get we get a bunch of games that can be cakewalks from time to time, especially when our girls were absolute dominant, you know. And, yep. you know, I've always said to the girls, it's like we owe that those other, the other players we're playing against the respect of playing our best all the way out because that's yep. the only way for them to learn how to, they're going to improve. And the level they need to come to and the training they need to do and all of that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and I'm going to shake hands and you talk a bit nice at the end. But, like, I mean, if you look, I'll tell you what, because I follow another team in another sport, well, you know, is the king of the sucker punch. And so yeah. you, you just have to, um, I, I don't like that, I, but I, the rough in the passer and offensive pass interference, uh, the two worst calls in the, in the oh. NFL, and they've got to do something because it, it's beyond stupid. Josh Allen can get get beaten to within an inch of his life and no one cares. No, mate, look, and and I spoke to you this week, you know, uh, the Bills are one of our rivals. And, you know, if you're a Finns fan, you you can't love um, the Bills. But I remember their four Super Bowl losses and and, um, Josh Allen, and I I said it to you, he invites ex-high school uh, teammates. He invites college teammates to game days, he puts their families up, he gets them on the sidelines. If you can't like that about someone, then I'm not sure, you know, the kind of person you are. Do you know what I mean? And, and the more I've learned about Josh Allen, the more I, I, I kind of dig his vibe. Yeah, and there's been a, kind of a really sinister undervibe to try and discredit him in all kinds of ways by the usual suspects. And, gee, one can only wonder what the reason is. But anyway... <laughs> well, mate, look, the, the Chiefs, I mean, I felt sorry for the crowd. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, you know, a couple of the games this week, you know, uh, the game in Buffalo, the game in Kansas City, where the fans before the game, they've got to be some of the greatest in the world. They are helping sweep out the aisles. I mean, a lot of these stadiums were absolutely full of snow an hour or so before the game. It's a remarkable effort by the groundspeople, but also the fans. It's fantastic how they do it. And, you know, there is not one of my favourite things about the NFL, I'm sure it's yours, and, and everyone listening is the same. Look, give me these outdoor stadiums when it's cold. It's unreal. I mean, to, to even front up and just actually walk out there as a fan or a player, you take a hat off to that, and it looks so... Oh, how cold did it look in, in Kansas the other night? 
did you see how many supporters had their tops off? With yeah, like, um, nuts, yeah. that's just insane, mate. <laughs> it's bloody hilarious. And if people in luck. Australia maybe don't know, I'm sure they do. I'm, I hope I'm not sort of condescending anyone. But when they say minus 24.5 degrees over there, it, it's got to get to like, isn't it, minus 26 before it's zero in our language. Yeah. So it's colder yeah. than freezer. And look, mate, we're going to go back a step. Um, the, the Texans were sensational against the Browns. And I know Browns had Flacco in and so forth. And he's done really, really well to get them to where they are. But what an amazing uh, playoff win by the Texans against the Browns to start the playoffs. It was awesome. And haven't they fleeced the Browns for, you know, we go back in time to our previous podcast. Well, the Browns would have been easily the team. That was my second team. You would know that. Most listeners would know that. But to see the competition. <laughs> Mate, sorry, just, I'll just be just uh, for a moment. I'm not sure what happened there. Cut out, but uh, yeah, go on there, mate. They, haven't they fleeced oh, the Browns? Can you hear me now? Yeah, mate. Yeah. To hear them, to see them so comprehensively fleeced by Houston, for um, and and Lord knows whatever went on at the top of their in in their front office with the the trade for the um, uh, for the very poorly behaved previous quarterback at Houston. Um, you know, I was really quite pleased for the Browns to be at that level without him. They played better without him. Yeah. And, you know, well, well done to them. But to, to see them, you know, just running around, basically flexing out on, on the Browns and their management with CJ Stroud and, and D'Amico Ryans and with the running back they got because of their – they've still got another first-round pick to come next year courtesy yes. of the Browns. They're stuck with Deshaun Watson. And, and I feel for the Browns fans, but seriously, that was a – CJ Stroud, he looks. It looks to me as though we're going to be watching CJ Stroud and Jordan Love duking it out together for a long time. I was going to ask you what you thought of CJ Stroud. I haven't seen as much as in this season as I wanted to, but I mean that composure and his, you know, that, that first playoff game, he looked, he looked ready to rock and roll. The same as Jordan Love, really. He's been doing it all year, and I, and he's been doing it all year, and and you know he came out of um, Snoop Dogg's league in LA. <laughs> yes. He's a product of that, so um, I guess he's been around, you know, uh, all, you know, he's, he's probably from a, a tough spot, but um, yeah, awesome. This attitude's great, and it just shows you, you know, the difference between who took first and second in the draft and what you got for that. Oh, yep. smokes! One finished stone marvelous, and then it gives their gives their draft pick away to the Bears, and the other one finishes like you look. They've set for years to come. Awesome, good stuff. Well, mate, we, we covered the uh, – we didn't really cover the Dolphins and Chiefs, but I'll just quickly say that, um, you know, we now see Mahomes going on the road in the playoffs, which is going to be uh, – and he's off – we'll cover that after this. But that's going to be very interesting to see how he actually copes with, with being away from Arrowhead. Um, your Packers were – I mean, the 48-32 to 32 scoreline, if ever a score has flattered a team – it absolutely has to be the Cowboys because you, you it was just domination from the very first minutes well, of the game. So much in junk time. The, the, you know, the, the, the game was over and they were running up scores in junk time and getting stats left, right and centre. And, and and it's all that like, um, no, the Packers dominated in every facet of the game except maybe in special teams. And, um, you know, but the offence has really clicked into gear. I just love the way we spread the ball around. We've got a solid offensive line. We've got receivers that, you know, our, our receivers are... I heard of an interesting quote the other day. I was comparing them to like chicks in a nest, you know. So they're all little babies in a nest, um, and they're all happy with whatever they get fed. There's none of this divas. We don't have. We got different dudes popping up making hundred yard games 
We, we had to do Melton came off the practice squad and yeah. got a hundred yards, you know, the week before. Yeah. And we've been playing much like um, Tampa. We've been playing playoff football basically for five weeks, six weeks. And you know what? It's the first time in a long time, man. I, I fancy I want to roll the dice and see how we go in um, 49ers because we owe them. We owe them big time. So we'll see what happens. No, not not wrong about that. But it was just a uh, look, absolutely brilliant effort. Um, the Rams and Lions, what a close game that was. Um, it was really interesting. I, I think it's been covered to death, the, the switch of the quarterbacks and, you know, Matty Stafford returning and, and obviously um, the Rams, um, you know, had their Super Bowl success. And it's, I don't know what you thought of this game, but the Lions, they've really fallen. I know they won, but they've really fallen in a hole. It was the best game of the, um, best game of the playoffs. Oh, it had to be. It had to be. By the West and, and, and the quality was all, was, was all over it. I, I loved, you know, I, I love the fact that, um, you know, for Dan Campbell's sake, that they were able to win because you you got to love him and what he and anybody getting upset at at him and the team being excited. I mean, they are <laughs> they're the most down. It's hard to the sweepstakes used to come down to probably three, and then it became two of the most downtrodden teams of the NFL. But yeah. if they're not two, they're one, and their fan base and they were absolutely electric. I know they're in our division. It's funny because our division was being a laughing stock earlier on in the year. And and now we've got two teams. Who knows? There's a big chance that we could meet in the uh, NFC um, title game. And that would be awesome because <laughs> fancy our chances in Detroit. Yeah, no, Great. no. I'm Bye. fired up. I can hear it. I can hear it. But we'll come to next week's games and it might soften you a little bit. But um, the Bills... I thought the Steelers tried hard in that game. They still don't know what they want to do with their quarterbacks. Uh, um, Mason Rudolph obviously started for them. The Bills, who've had a remarkable, um, you know, last four or five games, they did what they had to do. It, it, it didn't look in doubt after the first quarter. Um, Thirty-one Steelers being there was a miracle. I mean, the only reason they're there is because Joe Burrow got hurt. But, you know, you've got to take your hat off to them. They... they, they... They're winning. They're getting to playoffs, and you know they're they're a little bit short-handed. Great coaching performance, Mason Rudolph. Man, the guy played well for a good couple of weeks. I don't yeah. think he was there. No, um, definitely did, definitely did. But uh, what an unbelievable! I think he's a whole lot better than the dude they had there at the start of the year. How do they get to ten and seven when they can? I don't. I think they barely scored above twenty points this season. Well, they play pretty strong defense, and they play really great complementary football. They don't make many mistakes, and um, and and they unlocked. They unlocked um, the wide receiver. What's his name? Um, oh, what's his name? They unlocked him for a couple of weeks, and he was awesome. But the thing is, you know, like you're him. Right. I call him him. I can't remember his name. I should know. Does Tomlin is Tomlin just like? I, I, it's hard to explain how good Tomlin is to get teams like this up to, <laughs> to even get into a wild card round. It's a pretty remarkable performance by Tomlin. It is true. He's gone a long time, though, without um, much success. And those fans, are, I believe, they're starting to get a little bit antsy. So we'll see what happens. I think it's always a good measure is to say, if you sack your coach, how quickly is he going to get picked up by someone else? I don't think it'll take long. Oh, mate. And also, do you think this Steelers team, honestly, in the last few years, do you think they would have even made playoffs without Tom when there's no way in the world you put you put a different coach in there, that, that Steelers team is 7-10? and 10. 
Oh, 100%. And, and, and they're in an incredibly, uh, an incredibly competitive division as well. So, I mean, they're coming through their so the best. I mean, the, the AFC, I think the AFC North games are amongst the best in the, um, in the NFL to watch. Well, look, Josh Allen was fantastic in that game. They did what they had to do. I'm not saying they took their foot off the pedal, but they just held the Steelers where they needed to hold them um, and didn't need to do much more from there. Mate, I'll tell you what, you want to talk about a team who has just fallen, you know, so much like the Dolphins, but but even worse in a way, because you've come off a Super Bowl performance. And yes, their quarterback is really beaten up, but the Buccaneers absolutely hammered the Eagles. Well, they say it couldn't happen to a nicer guy than Nick Sirianni. I, look, I, <laughs> you got to laugh sometimes. I mean, I didn't really particularly like them as a Super Bowl team last year, and they nearly won it. So I think they found their level. I mean, they went, they led with their chin going to San Francisco, and they got absolute tripe beaten out of them there. Yeah. From there, it unearthed what, and I mean, when you go shelling out, you know, coordinators on both sides of the ball. Um, I've never been a big believer in their quarterback. Um, I think he's a, I think he's an amazing leader, but he reminds me of Tim Tebow. And so, you know, you think he's – they were always going to get found out. And I'll tell you what I think was really instructive was the Bucks turned back a brotherly shove on the line. Oh, that, point. that was – because teams barely try it, do they? Like – for whatever reason, they just can't do it, um, you know. And, and, and I think most teams should uh, at least give it a go. But oh, that was yeah, that was one of the really telling moments of the season, I thought. And well, that's where we knew they couldn't win. Yeah. And hats off to um, on the other side of the field. I mean, I, I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. I, you got to love the guy. You know, he took the Browns to playoffs. He got punted. It was in Carolina last year. Well, they might be one of the worst teams of all time. And they blamed him. And they they got rid of him. And he goes he goes to Tampa. And let's be honest. I mean, he's he, he had one of the best quarterback uh, the, the best uh, playoff games statistically you could ever have. Oh, I thought he was there. Oh, just yeah. I mean, he's been one of my favourite quarterbacks um, this year in in what he's achieved. He's been humble and yeah, Baker Mayfield. He's been really good. I've really enjoyed him. Yeah, he's been good to watch. It's been fun, and um, it's been a long time since I've said I've liked to uh, been. I mean, the Buccaneers absolutely poleaxed the Packers, and can you hear us? Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, sorry, you're just um, having all sorts of trouble tonight. So, yeah, no, he's been fantastic, mate. Have you got the divisional round games in front of you at all? I'm trying not to conflate uh, with my. Um... No, but I know, I know, I know, I know what they are. Well, so... let's, I'll, I'll let you lead the way, mate. I'm not. I'm right. Okay. Well, the, uh, <laughs> the the um, the the AFC games. Um, it's Houston at at Buffalo. Yep. Is that correct? Um. Oh. I and then the other is is is, is is no. It's Houston. No, it's Houston at the Ravens. Yes. And it's KC at Buffalo. Yeah, and that's look both games look. Um, you always have that temptation to say, is a rest good for you? And I think the players would probably say at this time of year with how many teams are beaten up, it probably is a good time of year to have, have that break. And I, I just don't think this is a lay down Nazaire for um, Baltimore with Houston getting that confidence. I think you only know whether the rest was good for you after you played the game, after you had the rest. <laughs> yeah. And, 
and and so that happens all the time. And I mean, the Packers have been stuck. Every team gets stuck in this position. What I don't like in the NFL is teams having a week off, the week off before the week off. Yeah. You never want to be in that position. I don't for the life of me understand why teams don't chase the undefeated season, you know. But um, I don't think I, – I, I think that Baltimore will actually probably crush Houston uh, outdoors in the cold. Great defensive team. I think I think the actual, I actually think the best team in the NFL because they're the best team in all forms, all three parts of the game. I think they also have a great coaching staff. And I think they've got a, a very an excellent quarterback who we've said for years um, is is far from holding them back. Is gives them an opportunity to win. So I, Mate, I can't see Baltimore getting beaten in this game. No, I'll I'll, I'll tip Baltimore by fourteen um, in whatever format. I think they'll they'll do it. They'll they'll let Houston in for a little bit because it's what Baltimore do. Um, good, good. And news. I think I think the thing about Houston and everybody's like, oh well, because obviously I'm going to say I think the Packers can win, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's a completely different setup. Houston are coming off a long, long time of very mediocre. Okay, they had a little bit of a flash in the pan with Deshaun Watson, but it wasn't that much, right? But essentially, they're coming off the whole time the franchise have been there. They haven't been a relevant team in playoffs. So you're going back to the Oilers' times. And so for them to actually be playing like they are, I can see the future's bright. I think them winning that playoff game is a huge thing for them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, look- That's the same thing. The same ball is not in play when the Packers go to... Uh, well, I wish it was candlestick, but it's not. Mate, it's uh, Levi Stadium, isn't it? Um, yes, but indeed, look, it is. Both these games are Sunday uh, morning Australian time. Um, Baltimore, I think, will beat Houston. You're right. Uh, Houston would have to see this as a successful year. Um, getting that new quarterback in, Stroud, and, and he's just fit into the system well. Um, San Francisco, Green Bay. Green Bay fans, and you obviously are one of them, would have to be ecstatic to even have this opportunity to be, to be playing San Francisco right now. So many times when we played them, the expectations been that we were going to be the team that was going to win. You know, and would be a walk through the park, and and whether they and and whether it was Colin Kaepernick running running through us, or or um you know or Jimmy Garoppolo, or just a or the, or the Aaron Rodgers in meltdown or whatever. It didn't matter what it was, we couldn't beat in the playoffs, and I. I like this. this is a free hit. I kind of fancy us with a puncher's chance. I don't think San Francisco have ever played us with as much many people telling you that they're going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, I, I, you know, I love supporting my mates' teams when they're a decent bloke and a decent team. But I, I think I honestly think this could be a blowout, mate. I, I think San Francisco, and as you said with Baltimore, I think San Francisco is a really complete team on both sides of the ball as well. And mm-hmm. I just think they'll, I just think they'll get off to a good start and you'll be chasing. And it's so hard to be the team chasing in modern NFL. Um, and I think it, it won't be an absolute smashing, but it'll be a blowout enough that I think San Francisco will put your uh, season to, to end, mate. And I can see why you would say that, but I will say that the defence has been criticised wholly and solely for a long, long time this year, right? Now, it's yep. basically a whole heap of number one draft picks everywhere and it played a very specific type of setup. But remember the last time we played them in a playoff and it was at Green Bay? Now, we basically, the defence basically shut them down and they scored a special teams yep. touchdown yep. and that was it, all right? And, um, and Aaron Rodgers couldn't have scored if he was still playing that day. 
No. And no. I think I think that we we got a chance to shut. Up. I I'm not. I have to I have to take the opportunity to say, this is a free hit. I can't I can't lose even if we get beat. No one cares. I'm tipping the Packers, and I tell you what, you can lock it up. Oh, I can't. You can't lock it up. I'm gonna lock okay, it up. Man. Okay. He's I'm going down to the bed. I'm going. I'm going to go. I'm, no, I'm not going to put any money on it because I'm not allowed to bet. But um, if I could, I would. Oh, I'd be. Um, I'd be telling you to hold on to your money, mates, because. Uh, oh, yeah. I hate the Niners. They've given me so much grief. I get I just it. Want to I get there it. And go. Anyway, whatever. I, I, I know that I'm, I'm. I'm leading with my chin. Well, mate, if you had said at the start of the season the four teams in the NF that were going to come out of the NFC. Um, to this round, um, we're going to be San Francisco, Green Bay, Detroit, and Tampa Bay. You, two of those, you, you, you definitely would have locked in. I think you, you could have locked in San Fran and Detroit. I really thought Detroit started showing some good signs. But you talked about free hits for Green Bay and Tampa Bay. What opportunities these are, you know, for Green Bay, you've brought through a new quarterback. For Tampa Bay, no one gave you a chance this season. You 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 had. You know, you just had uh, an over 50% season. And the, all the pressure is on Detroit in this game on Monday against Tampa Bay. It's huge pressure. Oh, it is, because now, now the expectation's on them. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, look, I think Detroit are going to hold serve at home. And I think that the crowd actually might be a bit of a factor, you know. Well, Mike Evans is amazing. I mean, if he gets on a roll, we all know my, how good Mike Evans is, but he seems to have, you know, got a bit of a, a little bit of energy back or something's revitalised because a brilliant uh, last few weeks. And he will be a danger for Detroit because I don't think they cover guys like Mike Evans too well. No, he is awesome. And they have been a little bit, how are you going on the back end, uh, Detroit? Uh, but you got you have to back the all around game. Kind of like Jared Goff in the rhythm too. I think he's been... Really, really good. I like the running game. Uh, that's a lot for Baker to keep going. It is, um, but I worry about the, the the kind of soft. When I say soft defense, they play like a soft zone, and yeah. and that really worries me against a team like Tampa Bay. Like, I, I know that you're a Green Bay boy, but I really want a team like the Detroit to do well because of their fans. I always go by fan. Fans give me the impetus to to support a team, and I do worry that when they sit off in that kind of zone defense, like if if Tampa Bay can get any kind of running game going, they will pose a danger to Detroit. Um, I think Detroit oh, will win. Be... I mean, we, 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 we've beaten them this year. That's what, and my point was going to be, like, quite simply, if the Packers can win, I can see a path straight through to the Super Bowl. Which would be just... We come up against. If we beat San Francisco, I think we're going all the way. Um, well, you match up well against Detroit. So if Detroit win, you win. It's a really good matchup for you. It's the old NFC Central, mate. It's beautiful. All those teams are still going. And uh, when we play, we we played a massive amount of games against Tampa because they used to be in the same division as us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you've got the final game uh, of the divisional round: Kansas City taking uh, on Buffalo at uh, at Buffalo. And it's really hard for me because as an AFC East boy. I, I kind of find it very hard to get behind Buffalo, but Kansas City, and you know I've been a massive supporter of, of Patrick Mahomes over the years, and I've always, you know, talked about his virtues, but it's almost like, oh, I don't know who I want to win this, and I, and I think I'd have to say Buffalo. 
I mean, I think Buffalo will win, but I'm talking about who I'd want to win. And I think I'd have well, to the other thing Buffalo. is, once you start winning a lot and you're around all the time and you're at these big games, I mean, people get sick of seeing you. And, that, and also there's an attitude that takes over you that says that, well, you know, that it, it, you give off this old thing. And let's be honest, I mean, everyone's just assuming that KC's going to the Super Bowl now for the next 10 years all the time. It just doesn't always work out like that. No. I, I don't. I think that they're getting through this year on their defense. Offense has obviously been a little bit out. They've got an all a little bit. I mean, quarterback. All I reckon they've been, mate. I reckon they've been horrendous. It's just too easy though, all the time to go. Oh, his receivers. I heard that all the time about Aaron Rodgers, and we had Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson. Mate, some of those. I, I mean, I've seen some. Some, all- some quarterbacks get excuses made from. No one ever gives Baker Mayfield the excuse of the quarterbacks that he had in Cleveland. No, no, not uh, no doubt in the world, mate. But like some of the drops I've seen by some of the Kansas City uh, wide receivers this year have been some of the worst I've ever seen. And I, so I, as much as I'm agreeing with you, I mean, seriously, you're paid a fortune to catch a ball. And, they, you know, <laughs> some of the catches haven't been hard, mate. Yeah, but they didn't want to pay Tyreek Hill. They had him. They let him walk out because they're paying Pat Mahomes so much money. That's the game. And, and Kelsey, all their money's tied up there. Yeah. 100%. So I mean that that's 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 how it goes. I mean you've got to do it. Tom Brady managed to deal with it. Well, let's go through, mate. If, you know, and I've got to tell you, I reckon that's the number one game of the weekend, and I can't wait. And um, if I hadn't already locked up um, the Packers, I'd be locking up the Bills, mate. Yeah, well, I think so as well. I think they're my key uh, of the weekend, mate. I'm going to lock them up. Uh, yes, I think they'll beat KC and KC on the road. We don't get to see that too often. No, and, and and it's good. I mean, I'm I, I I really, you know, I'm I'm not overly excited to see Kansas City in the Super Bowl straight away. I want I want to wait a little bit for that. No, agreed, mate. So look, if we go through the AFC and and we have a look, at kind of before we finish off, have a little bit of a retrospective look. Um, the disappointment for many people in terms of what promised the Jets had to be one of the disappointing teams um, with obviously losing. Aaron in what the third play of the game? That was the fourth play. Fourth play. Apologies. Um, no, it's all right, mate. I only know that because obviously I'm, I was I was locked in on that. Yeah, look, they made a lot of decisions. They 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 played fast and loose. They, they it's funny how quickly they inherited all the issues that the Packers had. <laughs> as soon as Aaron went down, it was like who's backing him up? He's saying this. He's running this. He's on he's on podcast. You know, telling everyone where it's at. But he's and and they never had a suitable plan and, and a backup. And, he, you know, and um, look, they got another year of it. Uh, good luck to them because uh, we're so, trying to get out of it now, so it doesn't matter. Me, so, who would, so who would be your – so would, would the Jets be the most disappointing team of the AFC based on what promise was there? Who, who no, I'd, say I'd still probably say Cincinnati, mate. Without Joe Burrow, I think that the Super Bowl was sitting out there waiting for them to win it this year. Yeah, and, and and they still. The funny thing is, and you we you said it early on that AFC North uh, early on when we did a preview was going to be the best uh, in in terms of the AFC, um, and their worst team was the Bengals with nine wins, eight losses. Yeah, and they unearthed a fantastic backup quarterback too. So, yeah, uh, Browning. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I mean, I would go Jets, but you're going Bengals, but you could flip a coin on on, on that. Uh, well, think... I, I say most disappointing, I mean, in terms of them not being in the playoffs, because I think the playoffs would have been 
much better with them there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was kind of looking at it from the aspect of the of, of what the season promised, and I think both of those. I agree. I think a lot of people would have thought even. Um, yeah, I, look. What about the NFC, mate? I've got, I've got to say, as much as it's a, a kind of laughing point for a lot of people, I would I would I would have to say the Cowboys. Um, I think I'd throw a blanket over and say the whole NFC East in in general. I mean, the you know the, the Cowboys in Philadelphia backed out of the playoffs, and Washington and the Giants are a joke. That's a really good call. Uh, and, and look, you look at the, uh, the NFC North and the, the Vikings, you know, what they lost uh, Kirk Cousins very early on in this season. Um, the Bears seem to get a bit of – it's almost the worst thing you could possibly do when you've got a quarterback you're not sure about is finish off the season strongly. I had that oh, so yeah, often. keep the coaching staff, keep the quarterback, yeah. have the number one draft pick. If they get rid of that number one – I mean, I've, I listen to some Bears podcasts because I'm a Packers fan. It's kind of it's really interesting, and you do feel from a bit, but like they, but I don't. That they, they know that they've got the true um, Sophie's Choice going on, where they, if 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 they keep Fields and they and they use that, um, they they get rid of that number one, or they pick up a, a, a you know a right tackle or something, um, and he flops, they're gonna. You know what? And if they send him away to Bill Belichick, Atlanta, and he goes off, they're going to feel, you know, they're going to do that. And if they don't take, it's just, they can't win. No. No, mate. So, yeah, I think think you made a good point there. Look, I'm still going to go to the Cowboys um, just for the promise they showed early on in the year. And they've got a situation, you know, I'm not talking about Mike McCarthy here. At what point do you go, can Dak take us to the next level or not? I mean, that has to be the whole postseason is going to be, you know, what can we do with Dak? Yeah, well, last I heard, Dan Campbell was assuming to be the number one hottest um, coaching candidate in the league, and his defense was garbage the other day in a big spot, just like it was in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was it was absolutely horrible. It looked a whole lot like the it looked a whole lot like Atlanta's defense in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl against uh, against the Pats. Well, what about, mate, a team that's been in the news a lot, um, the the Denver Broncos? I mean, their situation's getting, you know, really, really horrible, isn't it, with um, Russell Wilson and um, trying him to, you know, let go of his guaranteed injury money. I think it's 30-odd million dollars that he's got in guarantees if he gets injured. I mean, who's going to give up that in a game that is bone-crunching when it's already signed? Oh, I wouldn't. Um... Uh, Russell could just sit out and do nothing, can't he? I, yeah. I mean, you know, you've got to be careful with your like sometimes. I, I, I'm, I see all these guys and I just go, and I'm so thankful that we've got Jordan Love because, and a, and a, and a young roster. Uh, and you don't have to like Russell Wilson, right? Or, or dislike him, whatever. But I, don't, I think he's been treated like crap, to be honest. I mean, he's been a great player. And, he has and, been, and, and, and past tense is the key. He's been a great player. Yeah, and you chose to sign him on this. And yes, your new coach didn't like him and has shown that he doesn't like him and he doesn't like certain things. But he's come across like a real dick again. But he always is. I, I, I knew he was a dick. I didn't realise he was this big a dick. Like, he just comes across like... I, 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 how you treat other humans. And the way he's spoken about Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson, credit to him, mate, he's held his tongue pretty strongly until he said, hey... They're going to bench me if you you know a few weeks ago. They're going to bench me because I won't give up my in. Good on him, 
you know, the way they spoke about he spoke about the previous coach. I mean, that that's almost unheard of to come out and say stuff like what he said. Oh, and then a couple of weeks up. later, he. I mean, you wish you guys had to put the seven. I know. Points. I wish we had done that to him. Just but then they went on a run, and he's and he saved his job and all that. But look, to be honest with you, I mean, the Broncos aren't my favorite organization in the NFL. I tend to keep saying that tonight, don't I? But um, you know, that's that's for them to deal with. They've got a great coach. You know what they've got? They've got a great coach, a great quarterback, and they don't know what they're doing. No, and and, and it's like um, they decided. You know, he, he decided he didn't like Russell Wilson from the start. And 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 the thing is, whether he liked him or not, keep it in house. Like, it's pretty embarrassing to air your dirty laundry. And the way he spoke about the previous coach, I've never heard that in the history of NFL, of someone saying what a bad job the previous coach did. I, I, I can't even understand what his motivation could possibly have been for that. No, no, that was pretty ordinary. And I didn't hear anyone in the NFL community saying they thought it was a good idea either. <laughs> and, and, and Sean Payton lost a lot that, that, that particular day. And, you know, and he's got a long way to come back to recover it. And, um, yeah, I thought what was interesting was when Drew Locke came on and played for he had a game, he came on and played for someone and they and he played really well. He came on as a who, who's Drew Locke playing for this year? Oh, who is he playing for? I wouldn't even know anymore. Um, he came on and he had, I had a had a chance to buy one of his helmets the other day, mate. <laughs> was it was it was it the steel uh, was it um not, was it the Seahawks? I, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was, but he, Yeah, he was he was substituting in for um for Geno Smith. And he played yeah. great. And I'm like this is the guy at Denver who looked just second rate all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, and, you know, and I think something's, you know, maybe something else is wrong. At they've been a great organization, historically well run, but since um since the owner died, um, they seem to have been they've been in the tank, man. Ah, uh, they have, mate. Look, we've got games on. Fans out there, let us know how you're feeling because uh, I think it's a long way. It's going to be a long time until they're uh, beating Kansas City again. Well, mate, I'm going to get. I'm going to put you on. on oh, we've got the most important team in the NFL. It's got to be the Chargers, man. Justin Herbert. Yeah. Oh. Well, then you could also look at the Jags with Trevor Lawrence as well. Um, oh, he's going nowhere, isn't he? Holy smoke! He's, he seems to be going backwards, but um, there's got to be a quick decision made by Herbert over the next year or two. You know, if he stays at the Chargers, he may go. All that talent in the world goes absolutely nowhere. Mm. Oh, I think he'd, uh, he'd he'd come with a lot more draft picks than uh, than Russell Wilson, and that was a lot. Oh, absolutely, he would. Would I take Justin Herbert now over Tua? Um, I actually oh, you'd would have I... to. You'd have to. Come on. Uh, I, I, no, I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm going to say no, because I think Tua fits our system really well. I think Herbert's the better player. I, I think, think Herbert's system a whole lot better. He, yeah. he, 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 your system become a whole lot more systemier. <laughs> it's 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 hard when you, you you try and be loyal as well to your quarterbacks and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it sucks. But then again, you know you're mortgaging the complete future too. If you're going to do that, you you're not going to have a draft pick for like ten years. No, we've we've made those mistakes with draft picks for many years, mate. We've been left with absolutely nothing and haven't haven't actually got much, mate. I can't wait for the divisional rounds. I, I think this is, you know, this is really pure football now. We've got some teams with some, you know, um, punches chances, as you said, with Green Bay, Tampa Bay as well, um, Kansas City. If they can beat the Bills, it is going to be a fantastic performance to beat the Bills because I think the Bills. 
had a real shocking season. I think they were like 10% chance of even making the playoffs only a few weeks ago. Now they're a game away from an AFC championship game. Mate, you've been hot at the right time of the year. How many happens in every spot? It's been it's happened with Richmond, it happens to lots of teams. And and yeah. if you're hot at the right time of year, you can win. And uh the Bills are hot and uh and you know, I don't think some other teams aren't aren't so much. So it'd be interesting. it would be an awesome uh AFC championship matchup to have the Ravens, uh Bills at the Ravens. Love that. That'd be awesome. Sorry, mate. Can you hear me there? We're, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty, awesome. we're pretty... Can you hear me? I said it'd be an awesome yeah. AFC uh, championship matchup to have the Bills at the Ravens. Oh, wow. Okay. And you you think Green Bay is going to be there up against the Lions? I've got to say that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same as I've got to defend to her. But, uh, mate, you must be super excited. That you, you didn't even know if you're going to make playoffs. You you win a wild card game, and now you got it is a free hit. It is a free hit because no one's going to expect that you're going to get into an NFC Championship game. Wouldn't it be hilarious if you did? And Aaron <laughs> Rodgers' career has you know is on the line at New York Jets. I wish Aaron would just retire, but anyway, you know it is what it is. Like uh, they can they they can do what they got to do over there. That that's their problem now. It's not ours. And um, I, I want to give some give some props to my guys like Don Tavian Weeks and Romeo jo- uh, Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft and the whole offensive line and the defensive line and and uh, you know Valentine and Valentine and Saint Valentine. We got that many dudes. It's awesome, man. I can't wait. <laughs> Well, mate, it's uh, we, we'll try and catch up again to do our normal sporting podcast. We've we've been um, not able to do it because of a little, a few little issues from my side. I'd love to get you back on um, talking NFL and, and getting Pete back on and talking EPL and world game and, and different sports. Uh, this is the Love Sport Podcast. Any final words there, mate? Just really nice to connect back again with our with any with anybody who's. Um takes the time to listen to us. So appreciate that and appreciate you, Paul. And um, and uh, give my love to your family. I'll catch you later. Absolutely. Good luck to the cheeseheads, buddy. Cheers, mate. See you, mate. A, a fair bit of editing I'll need to do on this one, buddy. So <laughs> I'll get it.